Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I am grateful to be here with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your questions, comments, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us anytime at 612 612- 999-3426. And I'll give out that number throughout the show. So if you didn't get it, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get that out to you during the show. Um, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, and we are so grateful, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. We have another great show for you today. Joining me in a few minutes is Melissa Schneider. She's the administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and Transitional Care Unit. And we'll be discussing discussing what you should be considering if you or a loved one is in need of transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete to ensure a successful lifestyle. This is really important, folks. Understanding your options is especially important now as many facilities and agencies have been impacted by COVID-19 and the resulting challenges to their workforce and service levels. Now, for those of us living here in the Twin Cities, we've known that Episcopal Homes has been providing a continuum of care for seniors for over 125 years. Episcopal Homes has been named among the nation's best nursing homes for long-term care and short-term rehabilitation care by U.S. News and World Report. You will enjoy hearing my conversation today with Melissa Schneider on this important and timely topic. Hey, I also want to thank Cindy Iverson, the Marketing Communications Director of Episcopal Homes, for helping coordinate today's show. She did an amazing job. We will need to get her on a future show to talk about all the great services Episcopal Homes provides for people of all ages. And we'll talk about that a little bit here today. It's not just for the seniors, folks. They're doing a lot of great things here for our young kids as well. And thanks again, Cindy, for all your help. Now, we received several calls from our previous show with Carrie Johnson. She's the founder and CEO of Go Mo Travel, and she shared her vision that no obstacle should stand in the way of a person traveling where they need or want to go. Now, Go Mo Travel is a concierge-style assisted travel company providing service both domestically and abroad. Now, their mission is to normalize assisted travel to allow travelers of all ages to travel comfortably and with dignity on their own terms. Whether the traveler is fearful, lacking in mobility, medically challenged, seeking relocation help, or otherwise needing assistance, GoMo Travel develops comprehensive, personalized solutions to help in their assisted travel needs. The GoMo Travel Companions, your registered nurses as well as non-nurses, log thousands of miles per year, helping travelers get to their destination safely, whether traveling by air, ground, or sea. For more information, visit 
gomotravel.com. That's G-O-M-O travel.com. Or call Carrie at 904-395-7500. Once again, 904-395-7500. Or listen to the podcast of my interview with Carrie at am950radio.com or on your favorite streaming service. All right. You have two ways to get your questions answered today. This is a live show. So you can ask your question live on the air by calling the AM950 radio station, and our friendly show producer, Patrick, will get your call on the air. To reach Patrick, the number is 952-946-6205. Once again, to get your question live on the air, 952-946-6205, or you can directly text me your question at 612-999-3426. We look forward to talking to you today. All right. I want to welcome my guest today, Melissa Schneider. She is the administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and also their Transitional Care Unit. And we'll be discussing what you should be considering if your loved one is in need of transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete to ensure a successful lifestyle. All right. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. This is going to be a lot of fun. And this is a very confusing area for people. And, of course, in our practice in hospice, we see um, a lot of confusion with families on what the benefits are and, and what to look for and what the expectations should be. I mean, it's endless. And so I know this is going to be talking to a lot of people out there. Um, and as, of course, our population ages, this is more common in families as they deal with um, all the things that come along as people age. So we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. We've got a, a few minutes here in the first segment. Let's first start. The audience loves to hear about my guests. So let's talk about you. Where were you born and, and kind of your background and how you ended up getting to this amazingly important job that you have here at Episcopal Homes? Yeah, so I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, I went to school at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, um, got my degree in healthcare administration. I, I don't think I ever pictured myself working in senior living, but <laughs> I, I got an internship working in senior living and uh, never looked back from there. So I think it's one of those areas where if you haven't worked in it before, um, you really don't know how great it is. But then when you get into it, you realize you're stuck forever now because, you know, the passion is there. And I think the residents that we work with, it's just what keeps me coming back. Um, when it comes to Episcopal Homes, so I've been there about six years and I was really excited about the opportunity with them because I actually grew up in the St. Paul Midway. So okay. um, my parents live about 10 blocks north of Episcopal <laughs> Homes. So um, it's been really fun to actually come back and work in the community I grew up in and um, really be a resource for my neighbors and people that I grew up with that need these type of services to actually have someone that they feel like can be a resource for them that they trust. And so giving back in that community has just been really special for me. Is it something too? I, I people ask me about hospice. You know, how mm-hmm. can you do that? Or isn't it amazing? I said, how can you not do it? Mm-hmm. Once you start to serve those that have come before us and mm-hmm. our elders and our seniors, and you just see the appreciation yeah. and the, the needs they have and how grateful they are, you just how do you do anything else? So yeah. I can see why you, you start. You know, and what I've heard from people say is that elder care is something that finds you. Yeah, you, know, you just you don't plan on it or even hospice you don't plan on going into hospice or elder care and then all of a sudden you somehow get connected 
and yeah. it can't let you go. Yeah, I think the appreciation that the residents have, that the families have, it's just enough to keep you always yeah. coming back, even though there's challenges there, definitely. Well, and, and to be able to help people with those challenges, yeah. it's, it's so rewarding. And there's, um, even in hospice, there's so much joy. Uh, the families and, and our team get from helping serve and take care of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll talk about um, you know the great things that um, uh, that are a part of Episcopal Homes here in the next segment, but um, like like most places, you're always looking for good people, mm-hmm. and so I want to make sure we mention that throughout the show here that uh, if people are interested in uh, a career in elder care in senior care, and again, you guys have a magnificent campus. I, I would encourage people. We're going to do this all show long here to take a tour. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your president and CEO, Marvin Plackett, has been on the show here a couple times over the years. And uh, what an amazing gentleman he is. Uh, very, very passionate uh, about not only taking care of, of your residents and your patients, but also about you guys, the yeah. organization. And that's the mark of a great company when they, they really look at taking care of their staff and their employees. So um, that'll be great. We've got a couple minutes left here. Um, so you, you got into this position uh, at Episcopal Homes in, in managing these uh, two great areas. Um, one is the church home, which is a, a, a skilled facility. And that's been around for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah, 125 years. I mean, it started <laughs> as just a small little house and it's just grown and grown over the years. So Right, yeah. man. They, they kind of built the Episcopal homes around that church yep. home. Yep, they have. And, and there's a great story behind that. I think Marvin talked about that when he was here on the show previously. And then and also you have your, your TCU. And tell us what a TCU is. Yeah, so a transitional care unit is meant for people who generally are post-hospitalization. So you're in the hospital for something usually unexpected, sometimes a planned surgery, but more often than not, you've had a fall, mm-hmm. you know, the break of a hip, something along those lines. And um, I think what's unexpected for people is they don't always realize that the hospital doesn't keep you for that whole recovery time. So um, they're looking to discharge you sooner than later to do your recuperation somewhere else. So our transitional care unit is a separate unit, um, not part of our nursing home, but it's really its own separate entity almost where people can come and they do their rehab and then we get them back usually to their prior level of care that they were at before coming to us. You know, you made a great point there. People think, oh, something happened to me. I need to go to the hospital and get taken care of and then I'll come home and I'll be back to normal. And that's not the case. Right. Not usually. Right, right. So I want to, again, unpack that a little bit more here in the next segment. Um, The music is going, folks. That means it's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Melissa Schneider, the administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and their traditional or transitional care unit as well. We'll be discussing what you need to know if you or loved one need transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete. So stay with us. If you have a question, please call us 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagland. We'll be right back.
All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Haglund, and joining me today is Melissa Schneider, the administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and Transitional Care Unit. And we're discussing today what you should be considering if you or a loved one is in need of transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete to ensure a successful lifestyle. Understanding your options is especially important now as many facilities and agencies have been impacted by COVID-19 and the resulting challenges to their workforce and service levels. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or you can text us your question at 612-999-3426. Okay, before we return to our conversation with Melissa, I want to mention this program is brought to you in part each week by the team at Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is an independent, locally-owned medical practice serving our Twin City communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been helping patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you or your loved ones. Hospice brings compassionate medical, social, and spiritual services to your home with no cost to you or your family. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022. Or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, Melissa, let's... um. Let's get back into our conversation. We talked a bit about you, a little bit about, about Episcopal Homes, but I want to talk a little bit more about that because for some of us who have lived in the Twin Cities our whole life and like you who live 10 blocks away, um, we kind of know them because they've been here forever. It's like the Minnesota State started about 160 years ago and they built Episcopal Homes shortly thereafter. Um, I think it's important because there's, there's just such a wide variety of elder care services across the state. And uh, what's so unique about about uh, Episcopal Homes, not only are they rated, you know, top in the country by U.S. News & World Report, but they also have a great continuum of care. I mean, you, you can really be there for your whole life. And, and the campus is phenomenal. You know, it's right there in the heart of St. Paul, too. Yeah, you know, I think we're really this gem in the heart of St. Paul. Um, mm-hmm. For those that don't know about us, yeah, we've been around for 125 years, and really we have just grown our continuum over those years. So it, it's really important to us that we do have that full continuum for our residents, for those that come to live with us. So we do have, we have independent living, we have assisted living, we have that skilled 24-hour nursing care, we've got mm-hmm. that transitional care unit. Um, we also have a home care agency that we started called Neighbor Care that provides care um, both to our campus residents and then also to the community as well. And we actually provide intergenerational daycare as well, right, in St. Paul. And so um, mm-hmm. I personally am a user of that. I have a three-year-old and a 10-month-old, and so they both go to our Kinder Village daycare, which is really special for me. And, you know, it's really fun to see that um, the intergenerational programming and how it benefits both the kids and the seniors. And, you know, when they come together, it's like both groups just light up, and it's so fun to see. My favorite thing I actually get to see when walking through is yoga. So, you know, watching seniors and toddlers do yoga together, it's really (laughs) remarkable, honestly. And um, 
just the purpose that it gives those that live with us. They can go down and read books to the kids and, you know, mm -hmm. the kids love it. Again, the apartment residents love it. So there's a lot to offer on the campus. Yeah. And that's on the same campus. So, so it's not like your seniors need to get in a car and drive somewhere. It's right there. Right. Yep. Yeah. And okay. that was really the purpose of this community was to have everything someone might need right on campus. You know, we have a pub on campus. I think maybe we're the yeah. only senior living that can say you can actually go to the bar down the hall when you're staying with us. So really, they thought of everything someone might need and to, you know, come in, be part yeah. of a community instead of being isolated at home where you don't have those options. Well, I think what's what's interesting, too, is is you guys have been around for 125 years. And so there's a great legacy, great history, but you're also very innovative. I mean, you're staying very current. And in, in talking to Marvin on the past shows, you know, he, he was saying it's so important to keep adjusting to the needs of the seniors and whether it's, you know, internet connections or it's, it's the technologies or all that stuff. But I think, like you said, to actually have that intergenerational component, um, it, it's always, we see, I see, I talk to several people, they always struggle. How do we get connection between our, our senior generation and our youth, our, our, our young generation? Because it, we're we're so dispersed now. Mm -hmm. We, you know, families used to, well, you know, we were we were a farm, con you know, country mm -hmm. when we first started, and we had all these generations that lived together, and you got this wisdom passed down, and you know, you had a different environment totally, mm -hmm. and we've kind of lost a little bit of that because everyone moves, and you know, a lot of our patients, you know, move to right. <laughs> Florida or move south, and then eventually come back. Mm -hmm. um, they always come back to Minnesota, yeah. it seems like, but it's really cool how you guys have really incorporated that intergenerational yeah. um, support services. Yeah, I think one of the reasons I'm so passionate about intergenerational care is not just the benefit it gives to the kids, but when it comes to kind of raising that next generation of caregivers and those that would be willing to work in senior living, right. you know, those kids are, they have their grand friends. And so they're so comfortable being around older people. They're comfortable being around people with dementia. And so when it comes to choosing their future careers, I feel like we're raising our next workforce without that stigma of working in senior living that sometimes exists. Right. I love that word, grand friends. Yeah. <laughs> that is really cool. You know, that that is a, we've, we've had so many people on the show over the years. Uh, we've had the, in fact, we have the state demography office here. And they said at this point, uh, and this was about a year, no, it's probably a year and a half ago, over 600,000, you know, unpaid people are taking care of somebody mm -hmm. in the state of Minnesota. And so there's a huge unmet need. I mean, it's a crisis right now and it only gets worse. Mm -hmm. So, so we're, you know, we're, we're, we're not trying to be alarmist on the show, but, but we're, we're seeing, I mean, I see it every day in our practice. You, know, you see it. Yeah. It's, it's really important, and you're right. If we can get some of the younger generations to understand what, what elder care is, yeah. senior care is, it is really amazing work. It is, yeah. And, uh, and, but we're going to talk more about this because it, it's a, you're right, the labor shortage, mm -hmm. the concerns that people have about working in elder care or in hospice care is, is really impacting our, our professions. And it's, again, unfortunately impacting mm -hmm. then the care of our residents and our patients. Right. Um, we got about, a, about a 30 seconds left here. Um, um, when we get back, let's let's talk more about the services. We talked about you, talked about the great organization of Episcopal Homes. Let's talk about the services and the things that people need to be aware of then when they have to deal with an unexpected or a, uh, a hospital stay and how they can then navigate through that with you guys. Yeah. All right. 
It's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Melissa Schneider, administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and Transitional Care Unit. And we're talking about what you need to know to take care of your loved one in the event of a unexpected hospital stay and what your options are. If you have any questions for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagland. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. Hello, my name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Melissa Schneider. She is the administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and Transitional Care Unit. And we are discussing what you should be considering if you or a loved one is in need of transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete to ensure a successful lifestyle. Understanding your options is especially important now as many facilities and agencies have been impacted by COVID-19 and the resulting challenges to their workforce and service levels. If you have a question, please give us a call, 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. All right, I want to mention to you folks that uh, if you want to eliminate allergens, mold, bacteria, viruses such as influenza and COVID-19 from your home or business, you know, please give us a call. We are a big proponent of the Active Pure Air Purification Systems. I use this at my home. I use it in our in our practice. And it just it's an amazing technology developed by NASA to keep the astronauts safe in space. This technology is called Active Pure and is now available for home and, and business use. It removes harmful pathogens from the air and surfaces such as COVID-19, and it disinfects them continuously for 24 hours a day. So don't wait to get the peace of mind of having this amazing technology in your home or business to keep you and your loved ones healthy and safe. When you call, mention you heard this on the radio show, and you'll receive $100 off your purchase. For more information on this amazing air purifier or to schedule a free, no-obligation demonstration, please contact us here at the radio show, 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. All right, Melissa, let's do this. Let's make sure people know how to get more information about this amazing campus that you are a part of and um, and where, what number they can call you at. Yeah, so for more information about our facility, you can visit us at episcopalhomes.org or call us directly at 651-632-8801. All right, and that's episcopalhomes with an S at the end, .org. So don't do the .com, episcopalhomes.org. All right, and you guys, we're so thankful. You guys are just a great sponsor of the show. Just love partnering with you guys. Um, but let's let's keep talking about this. this is so important because I my my team and I get these questions all the time about 
you know, mom fell, broke her hip. You know, gosh, we hear that all the time. I do. I wish if I could take care of one problem yeah. in elder care, it'd be the falls, right? Yeah, absolutely. Aren't the falls the mm-hmm. worst thing? Oh, yeah. I got it. But anyway, so they, they get that and, and um, they go, what's next? You know, because we've heard about hospice and that can be, you know, no cost healthcare. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to qualify for that. You know, it's a specific area. Yeah. But but um, tell us about the transitional care unit that you oversee and, and how that works when people need that service. Yeah, so the, pr- the purpose of transitional care is meant to be that post-acute hospital stay rehab. So really our goal is to be a resource for people coming out of the hospital and helping them get back on their feet and get back home. So as we mentioned, when people end up in the hospital, it's almost always unplanned, right? You never right. plan to be in the <laughs> hospital with a fall or with something like that that may happen. And so a lot of the times people are not ready for that transitional care step. They don't know their options. They don't even really understand it. They feel like, well, the hospital is telling me to go to a nursing home. Why? And so it's important to note that these transitional care units are really distinct from nursing home care. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not going to come to a transitional care unit and get stuck in a nursing home forever. (laughs) We promise. Our goal is to send you home. (laughs) I mean, if you can't go home, we we certainly will help with your options. But our goal is really to rehab you and get you back to that prior level of settings. And so um, when, when the time comes, usually it's a really fast decision. The hospital, it might tell you they're looking to discharge you the next day and where would you like to go or they're telling you where they would like you to go and not giving you a lot of choice so it's important to know that you do have a choice you can let them know where you would like to go and and that is so important i want to make sure we reiterate that to the audience because we get that question all the time Mm -hmm. too when you're in the hospital their goal is to discharge you you know mend you fix you whatever has to happen and get you out of there because there's there's a lot of incentives for them to, to not have you stay around. Yeah. And so people get confused thinking, well, I'll be at the hospital mm-hmm. until I go home. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a step in between there yeah. called transitional care because they want to make sure that you're well taken care of yeah. and you don't readmit, mm-hmm. right, yeah, back in the hospital. Yeah, which is important. Right, but for, for everybody's sake, yeah. the hospital's sake and, yeah. and, and you, I mean, you want to keep progressing. Mm-hmm. So it's really um, the TCU is a very vital part of that recovery process from from a hospital stay. Yep. So when it comes to picking a TCU, and like I said, sometimes the hospitals will give you a choice. Sometimes if they're really busy, they may just be referring you to the first person that says, yes, I've got a bed. And so it's important to know that you can go back to your hospital social worker and say, no, I'd really like to go to Episcopal Homes TCU or whatever TCU you have decided is right for you. Um, And making that decision is, is challenging when you don't know a lot about it. So the best resource I usually recommend for families to use is medicare.gov runs a site called nursing home compare Mm -hmm. and so you can pull that up and put in your zip code and it will tell you the facilities around you and it rates them on a one to five star rating scale Mm -hmm. and so you can see what your options are around you and you know i would obviously recommend looking for those four to five star facilities that have a good reputation and good quality of care right right um yeah we're even you know hearing that some of those non-four and five-star uh, facilities are actually closing. I mean, just mm-hmm. for, for a number of reasons, but one of them is a staffing issue. Mm-hmm. They just can't get enough people to work 
to meet the you know the minimum guidelines mm-hmm. in terms of staffing ratio. Can you talk about yeah. staffing ratios and, and and how that plays into good customer care and good patient care? Yeah, absolutely. And so actually that nursing home compare website, there's three indicators that make up that five-star rating. And one of those is staffing ratios. And so the staffing ratio gets its own distinct five-star rating. And so you can look at the facilities on there and see facilities are rated, again, one to five stars based on those ratios. And the ratios make a big difference difference when it comes to the quality of your care because you yeah. know when you need something and you know you're pressing that call light or you're requiring help uh, the smaller the ratio the faster they're going to get to you and again get you that help and hopefully help get you on your way sooner than later right well especially when you're somewhat maybe immobilized your mm-hmm. your your uh, people forget how they take for granted how being mobile is mm-hmm. and when you lose that mobility because you're recovering mm-hmm. um, you 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 want to have that responsiveness yeah. and uh, I think that's such a key thing it's one of those questions you don't even think about you mm-hmm. kind of just assume oh I'm going into a, a rehab yeah. or a TCU they're gonna take good care of me yeah. and that is their intent absolutely mm-hmm. but if they don't have the staff no matter how much they want to, mm-hmm. I mean, one person can only go so far yeah. or, or two people. So, so what, what are you seeing a good ratio when people were to, if they were to ask this question to TCUs, what ratio is uh, considered a good ratio? Yeah. So I think a really great ratio when it comes to nursing assistant to patient is like a one to six, one to mm. seven. And you'll find if you talk to some facilities, it might get up more towards that one to nine, one to 10, maybe even higher yeah. than that. So it's a really important question to ask if you're looking at that and trying to decide where to go. Okay. Well, let's talk more about, about your TCU. Um, you guys, um, have obviously the continuum of care, but but you guys are also you know involving this greenhouse model or green model. Can you talk about that? That's kind yeah. of a, a, a unique thing in in your world. I mean, I, I hear about that sometimes in you know commercial real estate and things, yeah. but I don't I don't hear it very often in the elder care senior care world. Yeah. So when it comes to our long term care nursing home setting, we have a model called the greenhouse model of care. And so what that model is is it's actually our units are set up into little households. So if you go to a traditional nursing home, you might find 50 residents that all eat in the same dining room, kind of those traditional long hallways where right. you see people congregating around the nurses station. So our model is really small households. So it might be one to 10 where you've got 10 residents who live on a floor and then they have their own kitchen, they have their own set staff. And so those ratios are really nice and they're really consistent. That's really the biggest thing for us is for those 10 patients, they have two nursing assistants, so a one to five ratio Mm -hmm. where they are the same people really with you day in and day out. So they get to know you, they know your habits. Um, They make the food actually right in the household, which I think is really important when it comes to dementia care specifically, because Mm -hmm. to be able to actually smell food while it's cooking makes a really big difference in your appetite versus making food in an industrial kitchen and then just bringing it up and plopping a plate in front of someone. So, you know, you get to wake up, your eggs are made to order, your bacon is made made to order and you smell it and that appetite stimulates and then you actually sit down and have a meal with those caregivers who are right there to visit with you and so it's just a really great model of care that I think provides a, a whole new level. Yeah I've, I've taken the tour you know mm-hmm. through a couple times through your campus and that was one thing that really impressed me when I walked mm-hmm. in to those units and it was like, like wow what a great it's like a family setting yeah and it just seemed like um, I can always tell maybe the culture of an organization mm-hmm is that how many people that work there have smiles on their face. Mm-hmm. And when I was walking through, I was kind of looking 
and they didn't know that I was there. Yeah. And these people were, were happy. I mean, they were smiling, they were engaging with the patients and the residents. And I thought that was just a really great sign that there's just a great uh, environment and great culture there to help support them while they're there. Yeah, it's a really special culture. And I think the the longevity of us being around for 125 years has really fed into that. So mm-hmm. we have people that have worked for us. I have a nursing assistant who's been with us for 38 years, right? Wow. So if I walk down the halls, I can run into a handful of staff that are at 20 years, 25 years. And so it's just, it's such a family setting that, um, that you really start to feel like family with both the staff and the residents. The families know our staff. They, they get to know them and it kind of just feels like a such a family place yeah yeah no it was it was great again the fact you're on campus and you can go from the pub to the pool to the mm-hmm. all these different things that it, it makes it uh, just really fascinating it's like it's like a you know, small city yeah right it really there. is and i know i think you guys have like four five hundred you have hundreds of capacities of, yeah. of, of beds in all different areas of the continuum of care so yeah. it's a lot i really encourage people take a tour mm-hmm. um we'll, we'll give the name the number out again for people to call but i really encourage you stop by take a tour get more information. We can only share so much here on the radio show. Yeah. I mean, we could have several shows here back to back mm-hmm. um, and we're coming up to the, the last minute here of this segment. Um, but I really encourage people, you, you got to just check it out. And it's one of these things, uh, as Melissa's saying, you don't plan to be in the hospital. You don't plan for a fall. You don't plan for an, an urgent need for care. It's nice to always know this is where I want to go though. And even be able to tell, even be able to tell your family that, hey, I want to go here uh, if ever that need arises. So, yeah. all right, it's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Melissa Schneider. She is the administrator of Episcopal Homes, the Church Home Skilled Care Unit, and the Transitional Care Unit. And we've been discussing what you should be considering if your loved one is ever in need of transitional care. And that's happening quite frequently as we age for an unexpected hospital stay. And what your options are after that stay is complete to ensure you have a successful recovery and lifestyle. All right, if you have a question for us, this is the last segment coming up, folks. Please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland. We'll be right back. Folks, you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the studio at AM950 is Melissa Schneider. She is the administrator of Episcopal Homes Church Home Skilled Care Unit and the Transitional Care Unit as well. And we've been discussing what you should be considering if your loved one is in need of transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete to ensure a successful lifestyle. And understanding these options are really, really important right now, especially as we're feeling the effects of the COVID-19 on the resulting challenges of workforce and service levels. So, Melissa, let's jump in here. First of all, if people have questions 
uh, about Episcopal Homes or want more information, what's the best way for them to find that? Yeah, so you can find us at episcopalhomes.org or you can call us directly, 651-632-8801. All right, fantastic. Okay, last segment, folks. If you have a question, you, you need to get it to us quickly here. Um, we've got a couple of uh, texts here. It looks like it's about cost, which we'll talk about actually. Um, but let's first talk about COVID and the precautions that you guys have taken. You guys have been kind of on the forefront and, and uh, uh, about precautions. And, and can we talk about, about what, what you guys are doing in regards to that area? Yeah, so there's a lot of things we've been doing to keep our facility safe and really to try to keep COVID out. Um, we're actually one of only two nursing homes in Minnesota that had mandated vaccines. So um, we did that as of September 1st. So as of September 1st, all of our employees have a, had at least one dose of vaccine at this point. And by October 1st, we'll be 100% vaccinated. And that was really important to us just to be able to provide the safety measures that we felt like we owed to our residents. And so between that and then, you know, just symptom screening, um, masking, PPE, um, staff education, we have an infection preventionist on staff that really educates our staff. And so it's important to us to make sure that we've got all the things in place to provide a safe environment for those living with us. Let's mention too, um, how big your staff is that, 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 work in your areas. How many people do you have that you work with? Yeah, so overall at Episcopal Homes, we've got just about 500 employees. And then at Episcopal Church Home in our transitional care unit building, there's about 250 staff that work wow. with me. Wow, that's a lot of people, a lot of names to remember. Yep, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So um, so when people go there, uh, if they're taking a tour, they got to wear a mask, yep. obviously, And uh, but but they should take a tour. Because again, yep, it, absolutely. You, could, you could spend the mm-hmm. afternoon. And I know some of the people that I talk to on my tours have been just so wonderful to talk to. They mm-hmm. just have so many answers. Um, they're, they're so insightful mm-hmm. on how to navigate th- these changes or these yeah. parts of people's lives, not only for, for you know, a resident or but their family as well. Yeah. Um, but one of the questions we always get about uh, elder care mm-hmm. is what's it cost? Yeah. How do you pay for it? You know, Carson Hospice, it's, it's, it's really unique. Yeah. You already prepaid that when you worked. Yeah. So, so there's no cost. Mm-hmm. So you get all this great health care and, and uh, equipments and medications. Everything is all paid for. Yeah. So it's something that... Um, it doesn't impact anybody. There should be that's, that's no ob, no objection yeah. or no obstacle to get hospice care because it doesn't cost anything. So, but I know it's always a big topic when it comes to to facilities and, and the care and the model they have and how things are priced out. Could we talk a bit about that yeah. here? Because that's one of the, the texts that I got here mm-hmm. about what's the pricing. Yeah, so specifically when talking about transitional care. So yeah. most of the people that come to us are of Medicare age. And so if you are in the hospital and you have that stay, you may qualify for a skilled nursing benefit. And so what that benefit is, is Medicare provides up to 100 days of skilled nursing coverage. Um, something important to note, because I know um, there's a lot of confusion around Medicare versus if you buy up for those Medicare Advantage plans or just sign up for Medicare Advantage plans. And so when it comes to Medicare Advantage, you know, there's some great benefits about a Medicare Advantage plan. One of those being that traditional Medicare requires a three overnight hospital stay to qualify for your skilled nursing benefit. And so Medicare Advantage plans often waive that three night stay. Um, Right now, because of COVID, Medicare is actually waiving that three night stay. But we'll see how long that lasts or maybe if they're finding that it really helps to get people out of the hospital into that next level of care. 
But with either Medicare or Medicare Advantage, when you come to our setting, um, it's important to know when you sign up for a Medicare Advantage plan what parameters are surrounding it. So some plans have um, zero copays. So you might come to us and, you know, for your first 20 days, it might be 100% covered. So you have no cost to you. Um, if you've signed up for a different type of plan, some people are surprised to come to us and find that they signed up for a plan that has a $200 a day copay. And so that can be very, very surprising. And so it's important to take a look if you're signing up for those plans and figure out really what that skilled nursing benefit is. And then also who's in their network. So, you know, we have residents that are even in our own continuum of care living in our apartments that have signed up for a plan that maybe we don't have a contract with. <laughs> so they're asking to come to the TCU and they're finding that um, it's going to be private pay because their insurance isn't authorizing the state based on their network. So um, if you know where you would like to go, really look into that when you're choosing your Medicare Advantage plan. And that can be very confusing. And I, I you can always talk to an insurance representative or yeah. the Senior Linkage Line is a great mm -hmm. resource here locally in Minnesota to help maybe navigate through some of those questions. Yeah. But there's a, there's a lot to it. You can't just take a guess. Yeah. You really got to think through who and where do you want to have your care given. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, there, like I said, there are definitely some benefits to Medicare Advantage plans. You know, care coordinators are really key. Mm -hmm. They can help move you through that continuum. They can help make uh, recommendations about where you should go and help coordinate that next step. Whether you know, mm -hmm. when you leave the TCU, oftentimes people are going home with home care, and so you know, right. um, having someone to help coordinate that for you is really important. And so that's a great benefit of those plans. But again, it's just understanding what you're signing up for. Right. Right. Okay, we've got about a minute left here, Melissa. Um, let's talk about if people are interested in working for a great organization, yeah. doing great work, meaningful work, and being a part of that, you guys are a great option. Yeah, absolutely. I would strongly recommend check us out at episcopalhomes.org as well for employment opportunities. We are always looking for people that have that heart and that passion for care. And, you know, we've really got some fun opportunities. For example, right now, actually, for our transitional care unit, we're hiring a holistic health coach. So, one wow. of the things that we're really trying to do on our TCU is focus on that holistic care outside of just clinical care. So, whether that be massage therapy, music therapy. So, we've got some exciting things happening and we're really looking to add more people to our team. Isn't that something? There's so much we could talk about here. We'll have to have you back. Yeah. We'll have to get Cindy back too. Yeah. We'll have both you guys <laughs> come here and talk about the great characters. There's so much that we haven't even mm -hmm. scratched the surface of. But thank you so much. We are nearing the end of the show, folks. I want to thank Melissa Schneider, the administrator of Episcopal Homes' Church Home Skilled Care Unit and Transitional Care Unit. And she shared with us the important considerations that you should think about when evaluating if you or a loved one is in need of transitional care for an unexpected hospital stay and what your options are after that stay is complete. And their goal is to make sure you get back on your feet again. All right. Melissa, how can people get a hold of you one more time? Yep, again, so episcopalhomes.org or give us a call at 651-632-8801. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well. Dancing.